Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namowski. Welcome to a Sunday pod, obviously before the two games today, so there is still lots to happen from a super coach perspective. We've got two great games today. Should have been two fantastic games in terms of, you know, if all the players were playing, we've obviously got Hinesless Sharks going against Newcastle at Rampaging Nightside into Bulldogs versus Manly, where that could have been a Tom Turbo special last game of the round, but unfortunately we don't get that one either. But wanted to jump on because obviously we are, like I said, two games away, we're six games down in our Supercoach finals, head-to-heads, drafts, grand finals, prelims. And the one thing that struck me, which I think has struck a lot of you as well, is you plan for finals strength of schedule. And all season you make these trades and you avoid certain people and you look at matchups and go, that's not going to be good in the when I really need it. And that's really how I built my team. If you look at my draft team right now, I'm currently down 40 on projection. Uh, I've basically only got Cooler left, and I'm versing Gagai, Frizzell, Best, and Trindle with 130-point lead. So really going to need Cooler to ton up here to give me any sort of hope. But if you look at my team and the matchups, I thought I played it to a T. Started with the Panthers. So I had Toto and Peach against Parramatta. I would expect a Toto at least an 80 there. Can't crack 50. We go into the Warriors versus the Dragons. Have Tohu and DWZ, who I had the vice-captaincy on. DWZ surely gets some meat in that game. Can't crack 20. I go into the into the Cowboys match against the Dolphins. Cole Felt, you know, scored a try, didn't crack a 70. I, I was expecting a bit more there. Into my uh, Storm game, Harry Grant, very lucky with two assists to only get a 64. And obviously Pappenhauser only played uh, the 25 minutes to get to a 14. And then the big one, obviously loaded up on the on the Roosters against the Tigers. Sam Walker, who did get a 76 with a HIA in there, but then Captain Joey Manu gets a 16. Joseph Suli'i, who goes in there in his place, 140. At the end of the day, no matter how good you plan for it, it is a game of luck. We like to think that this is a game where, you know, hours and hours, of you know research and look at the stats and the stats are talking to us the stats play a point uh play a part don't get me wrong but at the end of the day you see that if i have to dwz joy manu who all can't crack a 50 and some of them can't even crack a 20 what can you do they look like three of the best ctw plays this week i assume a lot of people would have had those three guys in their in their classic I brought in DWZ as my last trade of the season, getting out Latrell, only an 18. Uh, you looked at uh, the looping potential yesterday. Obviously, Cleary updated really nicely to 109. And boy, I wanted to switch it over. It was a free crack. But something just told me that that Roosters fullback was going to go big. And I was right. We all were right. The Roosters fullback did go big. Just not the one we slapped to see on. And credit to you if you brought in Joseph Suwali'i about six rounds ago, because he has gone crazy. And next year becomes very, very tantalizing, very tantalizing. So, yeah, what can you do, right, guys? I think a lot of you are in this position where you've needed a, you've, you know, for me, I've been averaging about 950 to 1,000 for the last four weeks, steamrolling teams into this grand final. Versing Steven, who has a good team, but, you know, no superstars. Um, I am lucky that he had the captaincy on Joe Tarpane last night. He went for the safe shop option. I'm hoping that Tarpane does not upgrade. He's been upgrading well these last couple of weeks. Uh, and then I hope that Cooler really against 
that dog side at fullback. You know, we did see what he did last year in that game. I just hope that he's got a big one in him. He's got that speed around the ruck. You know, the dogs have packed in these last couple of weeks. It, it will sum up my my grand final round if the dogs were able to turn up and keep cooler quiet. Uh, it really, really would. But, you know, I had Nico on my bench. Nico against the Knights a couple, you know, 10 rounds ago looked very, very juicy. Um, you know, last game of the round, could captain him. No worries, but obviously he's not meant to be either. Jacob Preston and Isaac Tungo, two other guys that I had that, you know, through suspension injury aren't there. So bottom line is, as we always say on the NRL Rewind podcast, in a draft comp especially, you can't win the grand final, the grand final on draft night, but you can put, set yourself up very nicely. You trade throughout the season, you look for that end of season matchups, and you really target those guys with that very, very juicy prelim and grand final route. That gets you to 95% there, and then you need that bit of luck. That 5% of luck. And unfortunately, it looks like I may not get it. Um, you know, was the option to drop Pappenhausen and bring in another guy, put Cooler to fullback and bring in another CTW or AE position? Potentially, but I drafted Ryan Pappenhausen and, you know, I thought even in 30 minutes, you know, he looked very lively. I thought if he got 40 minutes instead of 25 minutes, there was something there for him. There was an attacking stat or two in there. So I'm not going to rue that decision to play Ryan Pappenhausen. Held him on the bench for 25, 26 rounds and, you know, caught up in the emotion of him playing. I'm not going to not gonna knock him for that one. That was that was on me and I'd do it again. I just, yeah. The, the thing that crueled me this week, if Joey Manu goes anything, you know, even if he gets a 60, this is a very different conversation. I'm in the driver's seat for a back-to-back minor premiership. But in Classic, it also has ruined me. You know, we we're making some nice little incremental jumps, you know, I think it was about eight rounds, nine rounds ago, we were at 31,000. We're up in a 14,000 now. This was the week to really try and make some moves. Had the VC on Cleary, got that part right. But then a 16 for Joey Manu as the captain. You know, the projection is 1,096 at the moment. We've still got a few players to come today. We have got Nikora and we have got Sionikotoa and Ronaldo Mortalo with KP. So... Not all is lost. Hopefully we can, you know, get a decent score and, you know, stay firm. I'm looking at some of the projections. There are quite a few guys that did, obviously taking a VC, they're looking at a 1,200 uh, type of play, but there are a lot of people like me who obviously did that wrong option there and that projection has skyrocketed. But yeah, definitely, if you went for the VC route, I think you're going to make some very, very nice jumps today. But that's it, guys. I just wanted to really jump on and talk that one through because I know I was at the pub last night. You know, as soon as he went, as soon as he clutched that hammy and, you know, there was that extra two minutes where they're in the end goal getting ready for a dropout and, you know, they're stretching them out. You know, maybe it was just a quick twinge or maybe, you know, you know you're, you're hoping for the best, but then obviously he limps off. Like I said, you can go all these beautiful planning. You can buy a plan. You can do all these things. Think back to last year. That turning point in a lot of people's seasons, especially for mine getting to that 50th overall, was captaining, captaining Joey Manu against the Dragons. And obviously, I think it was 171 he went. Obviously, a lot of people who did that route last year were very confident. I, I was supremely confident with this matchup. If he stays on the park, I said to Dave at the pub last night, I said 130 is the par. Uh, it looked like it was a 140. And like I said, in that first uh, 18 or so minutes, whenever it was that he was on the park, that just did not have quality 
good ball in good areas. And as soon as he went off, especially in that second half, Joe Sully really had some nice touches and some of those wide plays where he just really went over people, you know, that could have been us. But it swings in roundabouts, guys. I'm sure a lot of you guys would have uh, not got that Joey Monday captaincy last year and you obviously avoided it this year. So I've seen quite a few of the really good super coach podcasters out there and content creators. They went the Manu route. It was the right route to go. Uh, just like bringing in Dallin was the right way to go. Uh, but you can't get them all right. And I think for me, especially this season, going from a 50 overall last year in Classic into a Supercoach draft grand final win into this year, it looks like it's going to be a grand final loss. And look, depending on where we get to do this year, it's probably going to be a top 20K finish. So swings and roundabouts, guys. I already am getting that off-season content for you guys. I'm really going to go hard at draft this year. I think we are going to dedicate certain episodes to draft and classic uh, already writing up the big board. And like I said to you in a couple of podcasts ago, weekly mocks uh, in the off season, you know, we hear any news, any signings, we're going to roll with that. So we're going to have quite a few versions of the mock draft from a classic perspective, really going to dive into, you know, cheapies, mids, high tier guys looking at buy planning, you know, just who are the guns that you want to get in and roll with them. And then, yeah, really take into account, this is the first year with obviously uh, every round having a buy. I think it's going to lay some really good data for us to look forward and go, you know, I remember early in this season when how many guys can you have off the buy of the same team? If you've got good squad depth, I think that's not a concern. I think what this year has shown, especially heading into this last round where we're all having, you know, 16, 15, 17 guys with Pia Coras and Eisenhoofs and Crosslands, squad depth is important. I think the Nuff you know, is turning into a really around 23 onwards to get a couple of guns in, but you can't enough too many. So there is plenty, plenty to talk about over these next coming days and weeks as we wrap up into the Supercoach season 2023 and move head first into off-season content. It's where we do thrive uh, here. So I'm really hoping that, you know, you guys enjoy that content and find it very, very useful heading into next season. So we'll leave it there, guys. I do hope that you all have really good Sundays and that, you know, updates and scores go in your favor. Let's all pray for a cooler masterclass. 120 plus from cooler will be amazing and a very quiet Newcastle game for some of you guys who have some of those pods, gag eye and best out there. But thanks for listening, guys. Back tomorrow with another pod. Thanks for listening. Hear from you soon. Cheers.